4: Southern Miss, to the top. top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's go, everybody. Monday edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're glad you're with us wherever you're tuned in around the state this afternoon. If it's online, welcome. We're glad to have you uh, another week of Southern Miss Sports Talk. Super Talk Eagle Hour, broadcasting from the Southern Bank Core Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. Bob, Kelly, and Luke, we're glad you're with us. Opening segment of the show, sponsored, of course, by Dickey's Barbecue Pit, great supporters of ours, great supporters of the Southern Miss Athletic Department, and a great place to uh, take your family uh, to dinner tonight, and a great place to cater your next event, whether it be large or small. Head football coach Will Hall joins us every Monday. Always glad to have him on the show. The Golden Eagles with a disappointing 44-37 loss to Arkansas State Saturday night. Coach, you're down 17 at one point in the second half. Make a really good comeback. Things fall a little short, uh, as we do every Monday. Let's uh, let's break down all three phases of the game. Let's start with offense. Your team scores 37 points. Uh, you know, I think uh, anytime you do that, 100 let's say 2 215 yards passing, 234 yards rushing, 449 yards of offense. That's generally enough to win, Coach. Yeah, you know,
1: I thought uh, probably our most complete game offensively uh, in, in conference play that we've had in some while. And, and we think, like I said many times, we got a chance to have a good offense. We rushed for over 200 yards. We were 9 of 15 on conversions. When you go 7 of 15 on third down and 2 of 2 on fourth down, which is a really high rate. Uh, you know, we we mixed run and pass well uh you know I thought our goal line short yardage which has been a been a bugaboo for us in the past 2 years we continue to be really good at that we we I think we we're undefeated on that knock on wood as is, is so far this year and so we did some good things uh, the t- two turnovers were big uh, the interception before the half is on Billy that was a bad decision right there and then the interception backed up. You know, we've got a crossing route running wide open. That's where he was going to. That's going to be about a 20-yard gain So instead of a 20-yard gain. that gets us out of being backed up and rolling right there. We end up getting hit from the side, and it goes in there, and we get a turnover, which led to points. So uh, the two turnovers were bad. Uh, outside of that, you know, we had seven drives where we drove it and scored, which you would take, you know, seven drives. You'd take that every game for the rest of your life. And uh, But we got to, We got to clean up the turnovers. And because uh, ultimately that that played a big part in us not winning a, winning a big game on the road.
4: In a sense, a breakout game for Gore, his best his best performance so far, 132 yards rushing, and obviously with it with a with a back that talented, and now you've got another one, uh, the transfer from Memphis seems equally as talented. Uh, you really want to get those guys in the game, and you want them to be dominant. Am I right about that?
1: Yeah, you know, we've got to establish the run. We've got to be able to run the football when it's there. And I thought our old line played really, really well. Uh, like I said, to be able to run the ball at such a high rate was was good versus a defense that really tries to take the run away. And then, uh, you know, uh, for the most part, we pass protected really well all night. I think we only gave up one sack. Of course, we had the hit right there, uh, you know, which, which caused the interception. And uh, so outside of those two, you know, they did some good things as well. Also, we were able to mix run and pass. We created a lot of explosives, uh, you know, in the game. I think we had nine explosives, uh, which is which was a big point of emphasis coming off last week as well.
4: I guess, Coach, what what may have come as the biggest surprise, to guys like me and Kelly and Luke and and all the fans that watched the game, was defensively uh, giving up forty four points. And so I know that um, I know you're not happy. They had four hundred twenty five yards of offense, two thirty three passing, one ninety two rushing. I completed some really deep balls with a freshman quarterback. Your your thoughts about where you want to see improvement defensively?
1: Well, just explosive plays. You know, they had five passes for 197 yards. Uh 275 of those 400 and whatever 400 and uh 25 yards came on seven plays. You know what I mean? So you're talking about you know, almost, uh, you know, 40 yards per play on seven plays. And if you take those seven – with those seven plays count. You know what I'm saying? I'm just talking about what I'm disappointed in. But if you take those seven plays out, you know, we played at an extremely high level, but we can't give up those explosive plays. You know, we played hard. We had really good energy on the sideline. We stopped the run, you know, outside of the uh, the, the long touchdown run there when we're trying to run – we're trying to get the ball back which was a 60-something-yard run. We'd have held them to like 130 yards on 40-something attempts. Um, thought we made good adjustments with stemming and moving later in the game. We got those two three-and-outs. Uh, you know, we just, we just gave up too many explosive plays, and uh, that's due to high discipline and, and people consistently doing their job. And uh, that's something that we've, uh, you know, we've got to address, and we've got to get fixed moving forward quickly. That was a point of emphasis through the off-season. Uh, it's something that uh, you know we've done well at times. but Something we're still harping on, and we've got to get fixed.
4: All right, as special teams coach, uh, your field goal kicker continues to uh, be pretty accurate kicking field goals, but another blocked punt is uh, is a sore spot.
1: Yeah, so you know you look at a, uh, a conference game on the road that was close. Why did you lose it? You, you say explosive plays on defense, uh, the two turnovers on offense. And then we really got beat in the kicking game. You know, that was the difference probably that, that tilted it because we gave up explosive defensively, but we made explosives offensively. We lost the turnover battle two to one. One of those turnovers, we didn't give up points. But, man, we thought we really got our butt whipped in the kicking game, which doesn't happen often here. Even when we were really bad two years ago, we would win the kicking game a lot. And, uh, you know, positives. I thought Bryce Lofton had his best game uh, punting the football I thought field goal. We made all our kicks again with Stein, and our field goal protection was really good. Uh, you know, we gave up a blocked punt, which was really bad. Should have never happened. Uh, we gave up terrible field position. We fielded two kickoffs, uh, kind of going backwards. Rambo did where he needs to—he needs to fair catch that or down it, and he chooses to come out, which is which is bad. It's a correction we've already made this morning, It can't happen. So we start with poor field position there, and uh, you know our kickoff cover unit. You know, uh, the long kickoff return. We have a young man, Elijah Sabatini, he's running down the field and he tears his ACL running down the field. He's our contained guy. So all of a sudden, we got a guy that's contained. He tears his ACL running down the field, and uh, now there's no contained. They pop it out and get a really short field right there, which caused, which created points for him on that drive. And uh, so, block punt, long kickoff return, and then two kickoffs that we didn't, uh, we didn't, we should have fair call. You know, really flips field position. And uh, of course, they made a 53-yard field goal as well. So credit to them because that was a huge play for them in their own right. And uh, so I thought kicking game ultimately was the difference, you know. Along with, you know, we lost the turnover battle two to one, and then uh, we gave up too many explosives defensively. All
4: right, coach. What what did you say to your team after the game? And, and your thoughts about Arkansas State? Because I, I know, and again, this is a fan deal, but we know that fans just expected to win that game but was Arkansas State a better team than you think most of the fan base may have thought they were?
1: Well, this league's a good good league. You know, uh, you know, we rallied to beat them at the end of the game last year at home. Uh, it was a close football game, and then they rallied and beat us at the end of the game this year at their home. Uh, their young quarterback played at an extremely high level. He's made them a lot better the last two weeks, and uh, it's a Sunbelt Conference football game. There's no easy wins in this league. Uh, and and especially on the road, and uh, they played better than we did in the kicking game, and then they won the turnover battle two to one. Which ultimately, you know, conference football games on the road—if you lose the turnover battle and lose the kicking game—very very hard to win. And uh, that's something that, that that they did better than us.
4: So, coach, in summary, uh, just your thoughts about this weekend and uh, and uh, where the football team goes from here.
1: Positive, I thought, you know, Bryce Lofton, like I said, punted his best game. I thought offensively, you know, we showed what we can be, the way we move the football. Uh, you know, I, I was pleased with our short yardage goal line package again. I think we've made great strides in that. You know, we've we, we got to quit giving up so many big plays defensively, and we've got to win the kicking game. You know, that's something we pride ourselves on. and something we've done. Like I said, even we were a bad football team two years ago, we were able to win the kicking game. And uh, we got our butt whipped this week. That's been, a, you know, that doesn't happen to us. We're, 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 you know, we've got to get that addressed and get that fixed. We play our best players in the kicking game from Frank Gore all the way throughout, and uh, that's something that, that we'll get back going. And uh, as far as our kids, you know, we're we're excited to go to work. They've worked hard this morning. Uh, we'll be back at it again tomorrow, and uh, they're ready to go out there and play. we got a lot of football left in this season. Uh, we're growing and getting better. I think you've seen growth offensively from last week to this week, uh, and and we've got some things to fix in the other areas. You know, the week before we probably you know we played better defensively, and uh, I think I think we've got our best football in front of us. I think our kids have great energy and juice. They have got a lot of pride, and uh, you know we want to play better moving forward. We have got to continue to improve.
4: Talking ahead, football coach Will Hall. I'm sure the guys have plenty of questions for him as well. Always grateful for Coach Hall coming on the show every Monday. Still later in the show, Lee Roberts as well. We're going to continue, though, with Coach Hall right on the other side of the break. Southern Miss to the top. Yeah, we're glad you're with us on a Monday afternoon. Kind of a cloudy, rainy Monday here in Hattiesburg. Nobody's complaining, however, about the rain. Campus Bookmark, CampusBookmark.net, sponsors this segment of the show. Miss Kathleen and her staff have the latest Southern Miss apparel for every sport. Lots of football stuff, obviously, down there, and it'll be it'll be buzzing come Friday and Saturday with the Golden Eagles back in town hosting. Texas State. Talking to head football coach Will Hall, Luke Johnson, get in here with the coach. So coach, um, you know, one of the things we're talking about is excellent
0: uh job on the ground. Help our listeners talk to our listeners about, you know, block run blocking, pass blocking because we've seen some defenses be able to get pressure, you know, on Billy uh forces uh, you know, some of the incomplete passes. I think a lot of people would like to to hear you, you know, talk about offensive line the different blocking schemes.
1: Yeah, so, you know, first off, running the ball, man, I mean, we were we were excellent. Uh, I mean, you know, we ran the ball, we ran the ball on first down, second down, we ran it in short yardage. Uh, you know, we we got all our short yardage situations and uh, you know, you want to talk about pass more Luke, is that what you're saying?
0: Well, I mean, it, it seems some, some, as if there was a – there was a we did exceptionally well in the running game, and yet sometimes the passing, yep. you know, breaks down. Was that their defense? Was that things we need to correct at the guard and tackle position?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's times that, uh, you know, we didn't block as great as we could. We only gave up one sack. We gave up another hit that caused a turnover. Uh, sometimes, you know, the one time they brought six people and we were in an empty protection – and we slid it, so you got to throw hot off one guy, and uh, our backs got to break hot quicker. It was a little uh, flat route to, to Frank. So sometimes if there's a guy running free and you're in empty protection, you know, you got to throw hot. Uh, one time, you know, there was one time where it was the running back. You know, our running back uh, got beat by the linebacker Blitzen. So sometimes, you know, if they bring six people, there's only five offensive linemen. Sure. So somebody else has to block too. So to, to the casual fan, just cause somebody comes free or somebody gets pressure in a pass protection situation. Don't always, you know, it's not always come on O line, block somebody. You know, uh, it's, it's, uh, there's more people involved with that too. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, we threw the ball, uh, we had 36 pass attempts and, uh, we got sacked once, which, you know, and then we had another hurry that, that led to a turnover, which we got to correct. Uh, so you know, there's things we can improve on, but uh, I wasn't, I wasn't overly up at arms about that.
0: Sure, yeah, and, and the reason I bring that up, I, I've said that before. I, was, you know, people understand that it's more than just five dudes up front. You know that that go into that. Um, how how did it specifically you know Billy? Uh, it was a good offensive standpoint. He being a leader on this team, what, what was your message to him after a game where his offense put up points and yards, and yet you still you know came away short? What's been your message to your starting quarterback?
1: Yeah, you know, we had, uh, what, 60, 70 snaps, and he had, you know, for the most part, he played really well. You know, the turnover before the half, you know, was really bad. He forced that one in there, so he had one forced issue uh, that, that, that we don't like. We had another deep ball to Frog, you know, that he could have been a little more accurate on. Oh, Frog should have caught the ball. Now, Frog will tell you, he should have caught it. But if Billy's a little more accurate, uh, Frog could catch it and score as opposed to just catching it. And, uh, but we had some deep shots. We had some shots that they covered and he hit the check down on. Thought he moved around in the pocket uh, and escaped sometimes when we were covered. Uh, that's another thing, too. You know, if it, if it goes past three seconds and we're covered, that's not on the O-line and backs and protection either. At that point, you know, somebody's, somebody's got to get open and we got to get out and go. Uh, so there's things he can build on that he would like to do better. You know, he had one third-down conversion where he hit a guy in the hands. He was 20 of 36. I think we had four drops, you know. So uh, one one was on the third-down conversion. One was on the second-long right there. We are fixing to get a whole lot of yards. Uh, and he hits a guy right in the hands and we drop it. So uh, – you know, obviously there's some things we can correct, like there is with every kid. But uh, outside of the one turnover, I thought he played played winning football.
2: Kelly? Coach, you got one. We uh, got one player coming back on offense this week and another player coming back on defense this week. Uh, update us.
1: Yeah, and those are two huge players. You know, going into the year, uh, not to make excuses, nobody cares. But, you know, you lose Avery Hobbes, you lose Cole Cavallo, and you lose – Swayze, Bozeman, and those were three of our team leaders. And, uh, we get Cole and Swayze back this week just from a leader, not just playing. They're great players. I think they were both by some people preseason, first team all conference picks. But, uh, so you get a good player back, but also you get just a dynamic leader and a bell cow, you know, for you, which is, you know, leadership is big in close games and, uh, and, and handling the little things and doing things right. So getting those guys back in the lineup is going to be huge for us.
2: So now you get back to work tomorrow for a Texas State Bobcat team who has been surprising, to me and to a lot of people, by the way that they have been putting up numbers. Now they were on the ropes at, at the halftime this past Saturday, but had a had a good second half and and came back in that ball game. But they're they're led by a journeyman that's that's got a lot of ability with some some SEC. Um, stuff on his resume but it hasn't had a chance to play but now that he's getting to play it looks like he's making the most of it tell us about uh, how problematic Texas State might be and some things that sh- things that you guys have got to work on to contain him
1: yeah they're three and one they're playing at a really high level you know Kelly what a lot of people got to realize this is a team that lost 17 to 14 to Troy last year they lost 20 to 14 to us and they lost 31 to 30 to Monroe so you're talking about three one score games. And they were a bowl team last year, you know, if you just flip those games. So they had a lot of talent. Then they got a new coach. He brought in a lot of portal guys with him. He's a really good football coach, a small school guy like I was. He was at Incarnate Word, uh, you know, calls his own plays offensively. And, uh, he brought some of his players from Incarnate Word with him. So they already knew the system. And, uh, you know, they're playing at a high level, man. They're three and one. They are really dynamic. Uh, they play extremely hard, and uh, they certainly got a chance to win this conference. I mean, they're, they're they're a good. They were they were a team that was really close to being a good football team last year, and they went ahead and they made a change. and And, and uh, he's brought in some more players. And, man, they're playing well.
2: He brought, brought in this this quarterback now. Uh, tell us a little bit about him.
1: Yeah, so he's a young man. was a five star recruit out of Ponchatoula. Uh, played high school ball with Tajay Spears, who, who we coached at Tulane. He went to uh, LSU. And didn't win the job. Then he went to Auburn and didn't win the job. And now he's at Texas State, and uh, they've got him playing at a high level. He's about six seven. He's a humongous kid that's got you know the strongest arm. You know it, it, it's hard to have a stronger arm than him. He can throw it. He can throw it from uh, you know in, from our stadium. He'll be able to throw it almost all the way to Columbia. I mean, he can really <laughs> zoom it. And uh, they spread out, and uh, they've got they got a good system. They're scoring some points. They play really fast, and uh, just a
4: good football team. <laughs> Yeah, the problem with that, though, coach, you got to really pass block well to let a play develop all the way to Columbia, right? (laughs) So, I mean, you'll get you'll get to him before uh, before that happens. Uh, We talked about a couple of the kids coming back, and that obviously is really, I think, really important to the team. Uh, Injuries are always a concern. How did uh, we come out of that thing Saturday night, injury wise?
1: We did good, you know. Outside of it's okay for me to say, I don't think it hurt. Elijah Sabatini will be out for the year. Uh, you know, uh, he, 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 he tore his ACL. Yeah. So it's early. He'll be able to get a red shirt. Great young man on a Biloxi. who was playing at a high level in the kicking game. And it's safety for us. Uh, certainly hate to lose him. Uh, we'll get him fixed, and he'll be back better than ever. And uh, love the kid. Hate it happen to him and us.
4: Yeah, and and uh, and Swayze Bozeman should be back 100% because I know how important he is to the team.
1: I hate to put a percentage on it, but he's going to be back good enough to play to play high level football. Good enough to play. Yeah,
4: you know, I got you. Good. All right, I think Luke's got one yep. more for you, Luke,
0: Coach. One of the reasons we bring you on every week, we do this with Oz and uh, with Joy Lee and with Jay, and it's an opportunity for you just to you know share with with the fan base, and uh, you know, you've never been a, a guy um, to, to to hide or or to, um, to you know, just spin it in the in a, in a wrong way. And so I just want to give you, you know, we got about a minute left. Just to speak directly to the fan base, what you want them to know, you know, moving forward and, uh, you know, just kind of your your thoughts and just to give you that opportunity before we end with you today.
1: Well, gosh, Luke, you know, I think our fans know how much I love this place. And, uh, you know, I understand we're not getting done. If I was a fan, I'd be upset right now. You know, most people getting into this profession, Wanting the fans to love them, I think as I've gotten older and grown, I think I just love the fans. You know, I love our passion. Uh, I'm one of them. I want Southern Miss to win. I want us to play better. So, you know, being upset is fair. The criticism is fair. Um, you know, we've lost, we've lost two games that we were underdogs in, and we lost a game that we were favored in. You shouldn't lose games you're favored in. Uh, and uh, you know, so I'm upset about it too. We got some things we got to fix. We are still growing in some areas. Uh, I think we've shown improvement in some areas. There's some areas we obviously hadn't, and we're addressing those, and we're going to get it fixed. It's still early in the season, and uh, we've got to all we've got to keep working and keep improving. That's certainly something we know how to do, and something we're going to do. All
4: right, Thanks, Coach. Coach. We really appreciate your time each and every Monday. Uh, we're already looking forward to Saturday. Probably see you on the field when, before the game gets started. And uh, best of luck to you and our guys, Coach. We'll see you at practice before then.
1: Yeah, do it. Come on out and watch these guys work, man. You know we'll get after it, man, to the top.
4: All right, Coach Will Hall, everybody, head football coach at Southern Miss. And I appreciate him coming on, Kelly. I mean, it's, you know, he, he texted me this morning, fired up, ready to go. So, Well, I mean, what, what can you do, right? He's yeah, so got to keep... You got to keep your head down. You just got to keep working. And nobody wants to
2: win more than they do, right? No, well, no, no question about that.
4: Lee Roberts, his observations next. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. I want to thank head football coach Will Hall for that 30-minute conversation. Look forward to that conversation every Monday. This segment sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill. It's a great place to have lunch, great place to enjoy sports, great place to enjoy good food and lots of Southern Miss memorabilia. So the 4th Street Bar and Grill, right in the shadow of the rock. Also, want to remind you about the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast. You can hear it anytime you like on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. And if you do that every Monday night, you can hear Lee Roberts. He joins us uh, each and every Monday, and we're glad to have Lee on the show today. Uh, Lee, uh, we're talking off air. You know, you score 37 points. I guess as a former quarterback, you know that should be enough to win Let's start defensively. Uh, what was your observation? Where, where did, where did, defensively, we seem to be having so much trouble and unable to slow down an Arkansas State attack?
3: You know, I I really don't think it's just one thing. You know, to kind of put your finger on it. I mean, we we're as talented defensively as we have been in a long time. We we really are. I mean, we've got some edge players that will get after it. You know, but I think it just kind of The season just got started tough. You lose somebody like Avery Hobbs. I mean, he's a guy that you were going to count on. Um, Obviously, Swayze Bozeman hasn't played for two weeks, although he did play a little bit on Saturday. I don't think that was the intention. Um, So he's kind of nursing a calf injury. You know, in the back end, we lost Brendan Tolls for the year. We lost Elijah Sabatini in the game. You know, so I mean, just certain little things that are that are starting to hurt you. I mean, I I feel like there are some guys that are playing really good. I mean, Jay Stanley plays really good every week. This past week, I felt like Dylan Lawrence played well. Markell McLaurin did some nice things, although I think he gave up some plays as well. So, you know, we just gotta we just gotta refocus. This past week, I think the the mindset of this team was just to kind of relax and go play, go have some fun. And, uh, you know, I, I felt like that's what they did to start the game, but unfortunately, you know, it just didn't go our way. I mean, yeah, we scored plenty of points to win the game and not pointing a finger at, at the defense because we gave them short field a couple times as well, you know, and we forced, you know, we forced some field goals in those opportunities. But, um, man, we just, uh, I just think we just got to put the game, put together a game as a collective unit.
4: I noticed a number of times uh, that Billy Wiles was, uh, seemed to leave the pocket and would run to the left side of the field. And being a right-handed quarterback, that's difficult, am I right? Running to your left and throwing accurately up the field. Did you see that? And w- was that a case of him being forced into that direction by the Arkansas State defense? Or is that perhaps just uh, something that he needs to uh, clean up?
3: You know, and I, he he did, he did go to his left a lot. And I'm trying to think back if it was pressure from the right side. Um, I know he got pressure a lot from the edge, you know, number 25 for Arkansas state was in his face just about every time he threw. Um, But yeah, I mean, obviously as a quarterback, a right-handed quarterback moving to your left, you know, that is the more difficult throw. It requires you to get your shoulders and your hips turned to be able to throw it down the field. And, you know, a lot of times he he's not able to do that he ends up throwing it out of bounds, you know, but I will say this, I mean, you I've, I've mentioned it. he's a competitor. He's trying, he's trying his best to get things going offensively. Was it his best day throwing? No, we did have a running game that, that should help now if we can keep this running game going, but you know, he, he's able to, he's able to tuck it and, you know, get upfield as well and try to pick up some yards when he can I know he slid maybe a little sooner than you probably would have wanted sometimes, but a couple of weeks ago, he trucked somebody, and that's probably not what you want either. So there is a happy medium, you know, with your quarterback when he's getting outside the pocket. And you know, anytime you have a guy getting outside the pocket, there's always a risk of injury or a fumble or what have you. And, you know, he fumbled on Saturday, although they reviewed it, he was down, that, that was the right call. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just think he's, I think he's under pressure and, you know, he's trying to, trying to make a play with his legs and keep the, Keep the play alive. So, yeah, I, I don't fault him for that. Yeah, going to your left is more difficult, though.
4: But you got to block. I mean, you know, if your quarterback's constantly under pressure, constantly being hit. Uh, I saw that last night, uh, you know, in, in the uh, Sunday night uh, football game. I mean, Jimmy G was just constantly getting hit and constantly under pressure, and he makes a lot more money than Billy Wiles. So, I mean, Billy, Billy Wiles needs protection and help around him, Yes.
3: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I would say, you know, quarterback is the toughest position in college football to play. I would think offensive line would have to be right there behind it because you're going up against guys that are more athletic, that are, that can run, they can move, you know, they can, they can bull rush, they can twist, they can stunt. So offensive linemen, there's a lot going through your head. Um, you know, when you're up there, you know, attempting to block so yeah it's it's difficult, but you know they they had playmakers on the defensive side too and and honestly, I think they they kind of shocked me. I felt like they were they were better Saturday than I really had even anticipated as well.
4: I think we
0: all all agree with there Luke well I need to correct both of you guys. I thought punter was the most difficult position on the on the football field well that goes with us well
3: saying. that's in that's in that's in special teams in special teams and,
0: and soccer <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs>
3: um
0: Lee. You know when when you play when uh, when you when you lose to a team that you're favored in and you give up this many points. Do you think it was game plan from the? We were aggressive and and you know I think even that last touchdown they scored to put it away. I think you know John said on air that it faked him out. You know and sometimes ag- aggressiveness. A lot of times it wins you. Sometimes you know it, when you give up explosive plays. Um, and I know I remember when Austin Armstrong came in. He said you know. Sometimes when we're aggressive, uh, we get bit. Uh, what What do you think that that they will change a little going forward and and clean up on that side of the ball?
3: Well, you know, I mean, and they were they were prepared to face um, Jalen Rayner. I mean, they knew that he was probably the most talented guy. Did they think that he would be the starter? I didn't think, you know, as as a true freshman. But man, look look what he was able to do. I mean, was it because we did things wrong or he did things right. it may be a little bit of a little bit of both I mean he he was a pretty athletic guy. Uh, this is not a fair comparison, but um you know, I kind of thought that he looked kind of like a Bryce Young out there because he was kind of a smaller stature uh, he could he could throw the ball down the field and he also could get outside the pocket again, not a fair comparison a true freshman to Bryce Young, however, um, you know it just kind of seems that anytime we face somebody that can. Hurt you with his legs. That's, that is where we get hurt because he gets out of the pocket. We've done everything well as far as a pass rush. Um, he goes and picks up a first down, or he's able to hit a guy across the top. And, and I know we've, we've got to get better defensively at you know stopping teams on drive number one to start the half. You know that second half, that sixty-yard yep. touchdown pass completion for a touchdown. That that was a that was a backbreaker. It, it was. Yep. Um, you know, and, and there were other plays throughout the game too. So yeah, we're we're a little thin, a little more thin in the in the secondary than we want to be. You know, so it's just going to require some guys to step up.
0: Uh, people are frustrated. Will said that's merited, and he certainly understands it. Um, you know, we were hoping that there might be a chance that this team would be four and two. Best case scenario, five and one through the first half. That that's not going to happen. Um, it, it always seems as if, you know, during these times good football teams rally, particularly, you know, with with players, seniors or leaders stand up and, you know, do what it takes to to get things right. Uh, you know, in your time as a player, you certainly remember, you know, the adversities, and there were guys that stepped up and, you know, said we're going to get this thing right. Because it, for me right now, I'll shut up after saying, for, for me right now, like, this is a player's deal now you you got to take pride in what you in, in what's out there and what's ahead and what you still can you know go after and i'm saying that as a former player knowing that it hurts those guys to see what happens saturday
3: no it really does and i mean there's there's only so much you can do as a coaching staff it does have to come you know from within the players i know last week there was there were some guys that stepped up had some player only uh, meetings and you know, and that's just that's what it's going to take somebody inside that locker room to get fired up and get everyone around them fired up. I mean, I can remember yeah. the sideline when I was playing. I mean, you had the the guys out there that you know were the headhunters, and man, they're not only headhunting the opposing team, they're headhunting you on the sideline, making sure you're pumped up and in the game and this and that. And, um, you know, again, you said you thought this team had a chance to be a forward to it. You know, our goal now is to try to get to three and three. You know, yep. get to three and three at the midway mark. You know, then you got a chance, I think, to go and do some really, really good things. Again, I mean, this is a some conference that each week it's going to be tough. You never know who's going to play and uh, who's going to show up, so you never know.
4: Yeah, go ahead, Luke. Wait,
0: last thing, Lee, we got about got about twenty seconds. Um, biggest thing, let's just start little just give me something that you want to see out of them on saturday don't don't think about score don't think about yardage just something you want to see
3: as a as a a team i i would love to see more shots taken down the field is what i would love to see um but maybe it's because of you know timing with billy wiles in the pocket not having that time but you know if i could if i could say hey one thing i'd like to see is some some bigger shots down the field for sure
4: All right, Lee, we always enjoy your input, always enjoy our visits, and uh, looking forward to having you back on the Eagle Hour next Monday.
3: All right, sounds good, guys. You have a great week.
4: All right. Lee Roberts, everybody, color analyst for the network. Going to wrap up uh, the Monday edition of the program right after this. Hope you'll stick around. Southern Miss to the top,
3: top. you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
0: Appreciate Lee Roberts joining us as he does every Monday. If you missed uh, Lee Roberts as well as two segments with Southern Miss head football coach Will Hall, you can go back and listen to Eagle Hour on demand later today. Also in podcast form, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Audible. Super Talk Eagle Hour Luke and Bob from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg and Bob a raining downtown Laurel Mississippi it's been uh, raining the whole show.
4: It's yeah. cloudy here. We uh, had a little rain this morning and uh, some last night. We welcome it. We Absolutely. welcome it
0: here in uh, Lamar County. Fourth segment of Eagle Hour brought to you by D-Bat and D1 Training on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Rainy days like this, great opportunity to go see the great facilities at D-Bat and D1. D-Bat Hattiesburg. Dot com. Southern Miss soccer, Coach Mo and the ladies defeat, avenge, <laughs> they beat Arkansas State yesterday. Mm. Uh, Arkansas State took a one to nothing lead in the 11th minute, then uh, Adara Nakano tied the game in the 21st minute. And then Alice Williamson uh, hit, scored the go-ahead goal in the 71st minute. Lady Eagles in first place, tied with South Alabama in the West, they uh, improved to 5-4-1 uh, in the year 2-0-1 oh, in the Sun Belt. They will take a trip up to Norfolk, Virginia, uh, and take on the Lady Monarchs of Old Dominion on Saturday. Coach Hazelwood and the ladies' volleyball team falls to South Alabama on Friday night. They won the first set 25-22 and then dropped uh, the next three sets. Uh, they fall to 0-2 oh in the the sunbelt conference and they will look to rebound this friday out in troy, alabama against the lady trojans of troy university. All right, Bob, over the weekend. Picks. You finished second, 6 and 5, good job. I finished first, 7 and 4, and Kelly Center went 5 and 6. Hmm. How all of that worked out was of course we all missed thursday. Georgia State defeated Coastal Carolina. Uh, and then Troy defeated Western Kentucky. Marshall knocked off Virginia Tech. I picked that one. You guys picked Virginia Tech. Georgia Southern, we all picked them. They defeated Ball State 40-3. to Old Dominion, we were laughing about this one, but they beat Texas A&M Commerce only by one, 10-9. Interesting. Mm. We all three missed on this one. I think you were really surprised. Central Michigan comes into Hancock, Whitney, and, and Mobile and defeats South yeah, Alabama 34-30. Didn't, didn't that surprise you? Yeah, very much yeah. so. We we all missed on that one. Uh, Wyoming defended the turf in Laramie and defeated Appalachian State 22-19. Texas State took care of Nevada 35-24. Uh, the Cajuns defended the Bayou. They defeated Buffalo 45-38. And then you got this one right. James Madison went out to Utah and defeated Utah State 45-38. Kelly and I missed on that one. And then we all picked the Eagles, who unfortunately lost. So for the year now... Bob Getty, twenty four and twelve, you are one back behind twenty five and eleven Kelly Center, and uh, I'm in front by
4: what three three games, twenty eight and eight overall. Lots of lots of football left, my man. Lots of football left. South Alabama, big surprise to me. How do you beat uh, Oklahoma State and then lose a game like they did? But then again, years ago, I'm a guy that went to Tuscaloosa and watched Southern Miss defeat Bear Bryant, and then the next week in Hattiesburg lose to Louisiana Tech. So uh, some things haven't changed in 40 years, have they?
0: No, and I, I think – I would hope that there's going to be parity – uh, a lot more parity in this league. We mentioned the fact that Louisiana and Troy both have to play Georgia State in the East. That's going to create issues for them. South Alabama still has to take on James Madison. And, you know, you keep in mind, James Madison might, might roll in the East and not be eligible for, you know, a conference championship. Um, hmm. so, you know, a lot going on there. They would be eligible for, for a ball game, but I, th- I think the league's going to have a lot of parity and, uh, you, you hope, that uh what that means saturday is is that the eagles it was just an anomaly on defense and the offense um can can play better but yeah it it's it's tough and like like will said uh people have a reason to be frustrated but all you can do is uh, believe in the talent that you have and and continue forward and you know they've got eight more cracks at it
4: the uh, difference in being frustrated and just being obnoxious and ugly and uh, i just wish some of the rhetoric could be toned down just a bit uh uh, all, all the social media platforms—we're all disappointed right now. But there's just no reason to lash out, uh, in my view, the way some people have. I'll tell you another another team—a little surprising. Uh, Luke is uh, is Coastal. That you know, Coastal not not doing too well.
0: Yeah, two and two. Uh, and I just think Georgia State is 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 really good this year. They do have a, a semi new system, but you've got a, a really good quarterback. You'll find out about them this coming uh, this coming Thursday I believe uh, against uh, Georgia Southern yeah and they they've got to go down two states or maybe a Friday it's on the NFL network but I mean they got a, they got a tough road. They, they got to go they got three road games at Georgia Southern at app at Arky State the next three right
4: All right that wraps the show up today uh, we're working on some stuff we'll have Jay Ladner on the show Wednesday. Uh, we'll uh, be working on uh... actually
0: just got a confirmation Brent Freeman from Texas State he'll be on with us Thursday at one twenty.
4: that sounds good and uh, we're going to bring some baseball we're going to update fall baseball this week as well so hang in there football fans uh, back on the field again Saturday night against Texas State we're back on the air tomorrow at 1 and we hope you'll join us until then Southern Miss to the top slipping, slipping,
2: slipping into future Seven, seven Into the fear